Welcome to The Watchers in the Basement. I'm Brittany Pacheco. And I'm Amber Churchwell. And today we are back to talk about The Handmaid's Tale. We are still reviewing season five, this time episode eight, entitled Motherland. Amber, what were your thoughts on this episode? These episodes are getting better and better. I'm so excited. And I really, really liked it. There were some great lines in this episode that so many i am so excited just to quote we're going to be quoting them frequently i'm not I'm, i expect <laughs> even outside of the pod we're just going to be shooting them back and forth because wow like i mean i yeah. really really liked it i enjoyed it a lot um what about you I agree with you. I definitely think that these episodes in terms of the story is getting so much better. Mm -hmm. Was it as intense as the previous episode between June and Serena? Maybe not. No. However, the story is developing. Now you're really getting more out of these characters, specifically with Commander Lawrence and like his whole plan mm -hmm. with this new Bethlehem initiative. And we're going to talk a lot more about that later but you're starting to see these character arcs really develop and seeing how tables are turning for yeah. these characters holy shit like what yeah, in the and world seeing like where it's actually going and where it's been going i think mm -hmm. is kind of like this is kind of clearing up a lot because i feel like in the last two episodes we were so caught up in the june and serena are going to see each other again oh my gosh like right I think we're so caught up in that, that this is kind of bringing us back to the plot. I 100% agree with that just because mm -hmm. there's so much buildup when it comes down to mm -hmm. these two women. And if they're ever going to be in a room together, it's like, who is going to kill who first, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and I think you're right with, with saying that now we're focusing back on the plot of what's going to happen with these characters and just <laughs> Gilead. Oh my God, like there's just so much that's still going to go on with Gilead. You know, we, we still haven't seen some characters in a couple of episodes, Janine, mm -hmm. Aunt Lydia, Esther, and that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I'm sure we're going to get them come the finale because even mm -hmm. with the look ahead for next week's episode, it didn't really look like we were going to focus on those characters too much, yeah. if not at all. I'd be but surprised. I'm, I, yeah, but I'm sure we're going to see them in the fa finale. But let's go ahead and dive into this episode entitled motherland it's a pretty it's pretty desperate for these women to keep their children safe and so they're going to mm -hmm. make whatever decisions possible in order to keep their children safe amber mm -hmm. let's let's start off with june moira mm -hmm. luke and the return of rita we haven't seen rita in a while so it was yeah nice to see her again mm -hmm. um well we see them and we have June reminiscing about uh, memories with Hannah from uh, before Gilead. And they're making pancakes. Made me want pancakes. So but um, yeah, I mean, I'm with Hannah though. The more chocolate chips, the better. But <laughs> that's me. Anyway, um, off topic. They, outside, you can hear, and what kind of broke her from her um, reveries were, uh, horns blaring and people shouting from outside of the house and they're just going through the neighborhood um, and these are Canadians saying things like Americans go home um, and get question. out of our country. Where? 
where is home in your opinion, Canada? Like, yeah. where do you expect these American refugees whose home was completely overthrown by Gilead? Mm -hmm. Where do you expect them to go? I mean, I guess Alaska yeah. is still a free state. Hawaii yeah, is still like, a free uh, state. Yeah, like Luke mentioned it, didn't he? He um, did. But even then, like, like, where do you go? <laughs> yeah, but they're in like Toronto and like that's a big, like they have to go cross country to be able to get there. And then yeah. um, in Hawaii, how, how how just just how um yeah and what what is left of what was america is either currently gilead or it is um one of the uh or or it's been bombed <laughs> like it's being um, currently <laughs> yeah like chicago like yeah. it's they're not viable living places or conditions or the colonies too like the colonies are pro are just the same like, Although I think I think in previous seasons June or someone had talked about Texas, so you can't take Texas, you know. <laughs> Come and take it, y'all. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, Sorry. no, I know. I know California is. Um, isn't California mostly colonies now? I think I, I'm not sure, but I, I think I think California is part of Gilead. I know I need to see a Gilead type map, but yeah, it, it's really sad to see that you know Canada was once a very welcoming open mm -hmm. arms to these american refugees and and i guess they've overstayed their welcome and they want them gone and they they are saying things like canada is for mm -hmm. canadians and go home we don't want you here and i love moira's retort to one of these protesters <laughs> we didn't notice it's like yeah we didn't notice oh, yeah, i couldn't tell couldn't tell that you you didn't want us here big shocker uh, yeah, it's 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 getting pretty nasty for mm -hmm. for them. And in the midst of of all this, you know, there's graffiti on the sidewalk. Luke, Luke, I need you to put in some effort in in like helping to clean up. Yeah. I mean, it's so typical of of <laughs> I, I, I say it's typical of a man, but let's just face it, it's not it typical of and Luke. <laughs> like he's over here, just like you guys are good at this, and it's like yeah, because we had to clean blood. Yeah, like, being intimidated. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it, to me, I didn't look like he that even inspired him to clean more or anything. He kind of just like all. sat more back. And I'm like, yeah, no, that sure guy could encourage you like, oh, these girls have already done enough. Let me do more. Like, I, that's what I, I exactly. Know. Yeah. But He's in the midst too of, much, a little bit in the midst of all that, though, June receives a phone call from none other than Commander Lawrence, whom. You know, it's it's really interesting to see that he has found ways to keep in touch with her and she kind of keeps mm -hmm. that line of communication open because obviously she still wants to get Hannah. She knows mm -hmm. that she's received help from Lawrence in the past, but this is a little different. He's like, hey, you got some time? Let's let's go take a walk and let me tell you about New Bethlehem. It's great. It's this <laughs> modernized st strategic liberal island that would welcome back gilead you know former gilead citizens and and offer amnesty but it gives you a chance to reunite with your family that's mm -hmm. the clincher and and, yeah. and june is just like are you fucking serious <laughs> like what yeah but and like I and I don't blame her for this, but June does get a little blind the moment that you mention Hannah. The moment that you mention that you can that Hannah's in the mix in any way, shape, or form, she kind of just yeah. 
it blurs out everything else. So yeah. I'm definitely can see that turning some rose tinted glasses on and making it seem like, okay, well, here, sounds great. Yeah, Where yeah. I sign up. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it, he knows, he knows what she need what she needs to hear. And he used that. It's manipulation <laughs> at its best mm -hmm. because it's not like, it's not like he's giving her this opportunity for free. He's going to want something in yeah. return, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, this wouldn't be for sure Gilead if it wasn't, you know, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine sort of situation. Yeah. Especially for June mm -hmm. because she escaped Gilead. She's outed Gilead. She is their biggest nemesis, if you will. Mm -hmm. So it's brilliant to think that, hey, I'm going to – I, as the commander, now that I have like high status again, I'm going to bring her back into the fold. I'm going to bring her and her family into this new Bethlehem initiative and everyone else who fled Gilead mm -hmm. that were once traitors are going to follow suit because they too want to be reunited with their families. And I'm yeah. like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Cause like they, if June, if like, if June can do it, so can I kind mm -hmm. of mentality. And I definitely thousand percent think that this is entirely his reason for going to Canada to oh, recruit yeah. these other people. It's only for her because mm -hmm. he presented it very much of like, I'm your friend. Like, yeah. Hey, look at all these great things that I'm doing for you. I'm hooking mm -hmm. you up. And it's, that's how he presented it because that's the best way to get her to agree. Oh, and, a thousand percent. Yeah. So I don't know. And obviously, uh, Luke, Luke, don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> um, Luke's all like, nah, not about that. And, and let me say this about the scene between between these two actors with with Elizabeth Moss and OT. They made me feel like they were really like a real life couple struggling yeah. with this conversation because mm -hmm. neither one of them really wanted to hear what the other had to say. You know, Luke was trying to have the upper hand and saying, no, we're not going to do this. And and it's crazy. You can't trust him. And she's like, listen, I, I hear what you're saying, but but we have to like consider it because Hannah, like, what are we doing to get to Hannah? What are we doing yeah. to help her and save her? And and the back and forth between the two was just so insanely believable. Like I would have mm -hmm. I felt this was a real life couple having a real yeah. life hard discussion and their performance in this scene was just phenomenal. And, and how yes. June is making her argument about, you know, commander Lawrence has done more for me than the American government has done for us. Like what has the American government done? And in June's opinion, nothing. So why would she yeah. continue to put her faith in them? And she's not really wrong. Like he, they did, she did have good points. Like she really had good points because Lawrence did do a lot. He has mm -hmm. done a lot. And, but I don't know, especially since the fact that later on in the episode, Serenus confirms that he's wanted, he's pitched this since the beginning. Mm -hmm. That is like, mm, well, how long did you let this go by then? I, it's a little curious as to why he even pitched it in the beginning. Like if you were, if you're Gilead's the architect of Gilead. Yeah. And, and, and I understand what he was basically saying that humanity was dying. I was trying to save it. I, I threw in the whole religious 
sort of side of it to to get people behind it and that just went sideways real fast it turned septic he said and he will admit to june like he realizes the shit that he's caused Mm -hmm. but he's trying to make it better with this new bethlehem initiative but if this was something that he's he's been pitching since the beginning it's like so he already knew gilead was going to go sideways like from the from this jump like Mm-hmm. that th- then why even do it then why even go forward with it at all exactly like these are things that were running through my head i mean it was a very power like we'll get to it later but his like talk like admission at the end um that was a very powerful scene just yes. like because we've not really seen him be like that emotional i guess that open before mm-hmm. like obviously you've seen him upset when his wife you know um committed suicide and things yeah Yeah. so like we we've seen him be emotional we've seen him be distraught but that was kind of seeing him break but we'll get to that later but um yeah i i agree with you i really liked the uh the just the portrayals of this couple that are really going through very difficult decisions Mm -hmm. the not just the scripts but the performance as well it was perfect it was amazing um yes and uh, the next morning, your boy comes back. <laughs> you oh get my to God. see your boy. My boy. No. Why is he my boy? I don't <laughs> well, know. Because you're just so like. <laughs> I, listen. I'm so much like, I want him to come back. Or where is well, he? <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Mark Twello. No, Because obviously he, he's into Serena. There's no question about it. Like anyone who says <laughs> otherwise is just in complete denial. She should have taken him up on the offer when the offer was on the table because obviously mm-hmm. she has hit rock bottom. We'll get more into her a little bit. But but yeah, on the heels of June saying, what has the American government done for us? Enter Mark Tuello. <laughs> her least He's favorite like person. He was summoned. I know. It's like you said his name way too many, or the American government way too many times. And then he just mm-hmm. poof appears. But yeah, he. <laughs> the Beetlejuice he comes, of the American government. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> but, he, but he shows up kind of unannounced and, and he's there to kind of offer some intel, but not really enough to satisfy June. And, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying, well, the intel that you provided us about, or whatever was on that usb drive like we were doing something about it and she's mm-hmm. like well what he's like well that's classified she's like no you can't say that to me and i'm like dude you are who are you like you you can't call you're a citizen that. you're a refugee <laughs> at that yeah you know? so so all that mark could say is okay we're we're planning a military raid on mm-hmm. cool but what about the wives training school what mm-hmm. about that and to no one's shock or to to no one's surprise rather (laughs) he's like yeah i don't have any news about that all right all right (laughs) yeah and i mean i kind of laughed at june saying that like you don't get to tell me that like you have to tell me information that i was laughing purely because like you the exact okay you do not want to be like a figurehead for the rebellion against Gilead. You just don't right. want to do that because obviously you're just going to do whatever you want to do. Right. And then, so you don't want to be the figurehead for it. But when the the organization that you are trying to help you the most are over here, like, 
hey, we're just asking you to not go with Lawrence. She's like, I can't promise that. It's just. I know. And, and her girl. argument, her argument of, you know, we, we were captured to get this information for you. What are you doing about it? I'm like, okay, she's got a point though. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I mean, like, no one, the American government didn't ask her to go and do that, yeah. but to still hand over that information to the American government, mm -hmm. you kind of, I guess you could kind of try to have some pull and say, listen, like I did something for you. You should mm -hmm. at least give me an update about, yeah. like about you owe me. that. Yeah. Yeah. In a way you kind of, you kind of yeah. owe me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree, but it's also, I mean, lady, <laughs> like don't get so much ahead of yourself especially but i do think it's a kind of about time because mm -hmm. we haven't seen really america do much else especially when it came with serena like we just didn't it's, it's a little bit too much leeway um a little bit a little bit yeah so i mean finally they're doing some shit so finally <laughs> but yeah um but but i think that was pretty much the last straw that broke the camel's back for June because she she yeah. will go visit Commander Lawrence at the Gilead mm -hmm. Information Center. Curious as to how it's still up if it's been condemned for building code violations, but whatever. Gilead's gonna one? Gilead's gonna Gilead. <laughs> Gilead's gonna Gilead. Oh, that oh, made me laugh. Oh God, that was fantastic. Brad, I quoted that to you, didn't I? Because yes, you did. Yes, you did. Oh, it made goodness. me laugh. He had so many great lines. That was just the start of him. But he had he great lines. Is the perfect person to have to to give off this this character of I am the architect of Gilead. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Now I'm also going to tell you whatever the fuck I want, yeah. and he he just conveys that message across the board like just so well but but oh, yeah. like i said june is going to go visit <laughs> him and basically bargain with him she's like mm -hmm. listen luke doesn't trust you i need you to promise and make sure that hannah is never going to be married off mm -hmm. like i'm going to be with her and he's like can't promise the mm -hmm. marriage bit that's above my pay grade basically and and she's like but she's a little girl you know you you're gonna have her be raped and blah blah, blah. And, and he's just like yeah well gilead's gonna gilead and i'm like dude what the f yeah i mean <laughs> it's i think it's just for i think for a lot of it I think he's playing chess with it. So part of me wants to be like, okay, he's playing chess. He has so many different steps that would interfere with one of, one of his many steps, whatever. The other part of me wants to be like, he's just a lazy bastard. <laughs> like he just doesn't want it. I mean, can, like, he, can it be a little bit of both? Truthfully, it probably could, could it be a little both. But Amber, with June basically undressing him and and giving him like the scolding of the century. You know, telling mm -hmm. him off, fuck you. You know, you're the one who who orchestrated all this. You're a sick fuck. And then to see that side of Commander Lawrence that we've never seen before, just actually feel the weight of his decisions mm -hmm. be thrown back at his face. Like, what were your thoughts on that scene? Um, powerful. Because, I mean, he... 
he was almost near crying, like talking about like how he didn't mean he he's like I did try he's like if I would if I could go back I would damn the human race I don't care we could all die out if I could take it all back Mm -hmm. which yeah like this man does have to deal with a lot of guilt like and we do see that like we see glimpses of that throughout the ever since we've known Lawrence but there are certain times where it's highlighted and I think this is just one of the times there's a spotlight on it and yeah, because he's the architect of Gilead, that means that he kind of fucked over an entire nation and thousands of people. That's not even like, and like June is mostly referring to the girl, little girls that will be wives for the wives' school, the plums, and the uh, and handmaids. But that's not even considering all of the Marthas and um, the everyone else, like, everyone else, and people in the colonies, like. Mm-hmm doesn't talk about any of that like do that's you, not even considering that do you think he was sincere in recognizing his faults and telling june mm. everything or is this just another play on the chessboard i think a little a little bit of both mm. um i think he does know that he does need her to agree to this and so he's like, okay, if I have to show the underbelly of my actual feelings about this, if I actually have to do this, if this will get me one step closer to getting her to agree, right? so be it. So it's like, I think he did really show his true colors a little bit. And those were mm-hmm. real emotions and real tears. Like, I don't know if this man can cry on demand. Who knows? Um, I mean, can't they all? But <clears throat> um, last, last I, ditch attempt for sympathy. Yeah, <laughs> but no. So, god i'm never gonna get over how good that made me feel watching him die right um but yeah so i i think it was a little bit of both i think he was sincere but he only showed the sincerity because it was a step in his plan that's fair i I think it's fair you know we we talked about this a little bit last episode about with lawrence you, you just really don't know what direction he's headed because it's like he doesn't want to give away everything he he's got to keep you on your toes and and Mm -hmm. i think that was further maybe not the word explained but i I think you could tell that a little bit more so in this episode Uh, especially with with him talking to the commanders about new bethlehem and and Mm -hmm. we'll jump to that in a second However, I I was very moved by the performance between uh, Bradley and and, uh, Elizabeth for this scene because I I did feel you could see and feel both of their pains. You know, she's coming Mm -hmm. from the side of I've lived this. I've actually experienced this. I was the one who was raped, tortured. You know, my child was taken from me. And and let's not forget, he did have to perform the ceremony. Mm -hmm. When she was his handmaid. He did. And he was so forced. Yeah. He was forced to do so. So you would think he'd have a little bit more compassion. And maybe that's obviously why he helped with Angel's flight. He helped get uh, all those kids out and, and get Emily out and all of that. But I, yeah, it's he's he's a very complex character. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 when we get a little bit more into his conversation with Nick, I'll I'll share a little bit more of my thoughts. Yeah, but I did uh, really quick before we get into um, his conversation with Nick. I cackled when he said, "I've been grooming Nick, not sexually, but <laughs> like Jesus." <laughs> Listen, it would not be surprising. I mean, it would be surprising from Lawrence, but I think overall, in terms of Gilead, it would not be surprising whatsoever. Yeah, no. Bra Bradley has some one-liners in this episode, and and writers, thank you, yes, thank you for thank you. I again, giving I us some humor, right? Thank you for giving us some humor with such a dark theme. Of content. yeah, because I mean, we were having Jesus, like he gave that, and Gilead's going to Gilead within that same scene of oh. having that this very emotional breakdown and yeah. like I, for uh, neither of none serious. of those things yeah but like for none of those things to set be like i guess be cheapened by the uh, by the other side of it i mm -hmm. think that is also showing very well like not just the betrayal of these characters but also the writing like it's yeah like a phrase like gilead's gonna gilead <laughs> it's funny like like you were saying last episode if this wasn't a horribly horribly realistic story yeah um it would be a comedy because there are lines like maybe dark be comedy but yes <laughs> definitely maybe there'll be a manger it's oh jesus yeah it's very funny and great that these lines aren't cheapened by you know the horrors well we're gonna stay on topic with commander lawrence for a little bit longer i do want to ask you the mysterious package that June receives at home at night. Do you think that package came from Lawrence and, and tell us what was in that package? Um, well, I'll go into what we, what it was. It was a video of, um, taken from afar. It looks like a, maybe across the street and there is a second story bridge and there are little plums walking across that bridge and you can, there's a window on this so you can see them and we one of them is very clearly hannah hannah notices the like the videographer videographer yeah um she notices them and she stops like well she 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 glances over pauses. spots them and then she pauses for a second and then she just full on stops and the other plum behind her had to like poke her to kind of get her going yeah. again but um I'm very intrigued onto like that whole thing mm -hmm. too. Like, who is who is it that she was looking? Did at? she recognize the person, or because I'm sure the other girls would have seen something, and like for yeah. her to come to an actual stop, it see because mm -hmm. she contemplated, like she glanced, saw them, contemplated for a second as she kept going, and then then mm -hmm. stopped and looked back. Like it was. Very yeah. interesting, but it was a little clip. They watched it a few times and they um, submitted it to Mark Twello. But so, sec so second part of that question: Do you think Commander Lawrence mm -hmm. was the person who sent it? Possibly. I for a long for that was my in general my first thought that it was, but um, maybe this is also another thing from um, other. For Mayday, or it also could be um, Emily. Nick? I or thought Nick. maybe Nick. Because I was Nick. Thinking, yeah, I was thinking Nick or Emily. Like, because we don't, obviously, we don't know if the actress is coming back, but still. Right. 
I, I, I kind of want to lean more towards Nick just because he was the first person to give her intel on Hannah's whereabouts. And he said he had friendlies in the same town. If I'm not mistaken, she's somewhere in Colorado. If it was, I don't know if it was Colorado Springs or Boulder or Denver, but I think that's where the McKenzie's moved took Hannah of course and I that's so. that was a school well this might be her previous school as opposed to the the wives training school at Plum school so I, I'm curious if it's one in the same or if it's still in the same city let alone same state but mm -hmm. I, I personally wanted to lean more towards Nick but you know it's there's so much ambiguity with you know who could have sent her that package yeah, I think initially you want to think it's Lawrence because she just had that meeting with him, mm -hmm. told him off, and maybe it was kind of his way of like extending the olive branch to say like, hey, here is the info that I did say I had or I, I knew about Hannah yeah. because that's all she cares about. That's all mm -hmm. June cares about, regardless of what Luke says and because she's now really entertaining this idea of we have to go. We have to go where she is and we have to go uh, protect her and, and, and take care of her. And, and Luke's like, no, we're not leaving here and taking Nicole over there. And June's like, well, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to be the one to go. Yeah. And again, that also like what you were saying earlier, that this fight was so emotional. And I mean... Like Luke in almost like in tears and like laughing at just not like haha -ha laughing, but like just disbelief of that. Oh my gosh, this is actually a conversation. And his realization is brutal, but accurate that we're never going to be enough for you. I was gutted. Yeah, that was pretty like you could see it like the range of emotion that ran across him like he kind of kind of had a laugh about it in a weird way it's kind of like a nervous laugh and he's like <laughs> mm -hmm. we're never going to be enough for you are we mm -hmm. like the realization that she's going to do june's going to june okay <laughs> let's just be real june is going to june <laughs> she she's always felt guilty about leaving yeah. gilead and leaving hannah behind you know, because that was one thing she she said over and over again. I I promised myself I was never going to leave Gilead without her. And she mm -hmm. had to. She did. She finally just had to bite the bullet and do it. But for for Luke to kind of have that come to Jesus moment and realize, hey, like, you're going to do this regardless of what I say. Mm -hmm. And that has to be so heartbreaking for him because now she's making a choice to leave yeah versus being taken forcibly yeah and gosh it was it hurt and if this if this mystery video was from lawrence it really kicked him in the ass didn't it i mean because <laughs> a little bit like they did submit it to mark and mark um mark tuello i feel like we can't say his we have to say his <laughs> no um, mark tuello um it's fun to say tuello Twelve. Yeah, it is. Like, but you had to say Mark Twello. Um, he uh, that actually ended up giving out. They were able to tra trace it and find where the Plum School is, um, the wife school. So I mean, 
thank goodness. And I'm so excited about that. But that also means that June doesn't have to go to New Bethlehem. So if it was Lawrence, it really kicked him in the ass. Yeah. And that makes me wonder, was that part of his plan or not? (laughs) Just think about the look ahead. You know, put a pin in that. We'll we'll come to that in a little bit. But we're we're gonna still stay on track with Lawrence and and now shift it to the commanders of Gilead. They're taking a stroll with Lawrence and and Nick through the proposed New Bethlehem Island. Mm -hmm. And and you've got one commander there. We don't know him by name, but he's pretty sus. He's like yeah, I don't know about this, Lawrence. And so he's questioning. He's questioning the yeah. plans. And finally, Lawrence has kind of more or less had enough of this commander not falling in line and basically saying that this is about moral fortitude. And <laughs> and Nick kind of drives it home and says, yes, he goes... He goes, uh, the lack of the, the moral fortitude is what Commander Putnam lacked. <laughs> Do you think they scripted that? Do you think like oh, before you know the other what? commanders came over, he's just like, okay, I'm going to say this. And then you're going to call over <laughs> and be like, and reference Putnam. You know, actors do take creative liberties at time and, and they'll try out different lines they'll try out different ways of saying the lines and things of that nature i don't know i i need to see like a behind the scenes on oh this. i'm not talking about the actors i'm thinking about like oh in, I see what you're saying. in, in the universe of, of gilead you know what that's that's actually a really great question i'm, I'm he sure had, he did admit that he's been grooming nick so i'm not surprised that's true like that's very true yeah but and- but that commander will fall in line and and yeah quickly... and oh my gosh he's <laughs> something put the fear of god in him <laughs> and death maybe <laughs> yeah because he had to think about um what happened to putnam and mm. um he came real quick like oh i'm forgive me for having you know putnam in my ear <laughs> talk about tail in between your legs like yeah, you better be sorry god yeah and, and, and commander lawrence is like i forgive you i forgive you, you. <laughs> yeah in the face and just nick in the background just like he's like bitch (laughs) yes oh Oh, we need need gifs of it or gifs whatever we need we need it (laughs) yeah we do we do i still need to make that other one um oh yeah but, but on topic with new bethlehem and and on topic with Lawrence grooming non-sexual groom of Nick. He does make a proposal to Nick about moving his family to New Bethlehem where he can <laughs> he can be with the women that he loves. I, I, I say women, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not talking just about Rose. We're talking about June because Lawrence is under the assumption that, hey, we're really close to getting June to agreeing. And mm-hmm. in maybe a couple of years time, she and Nicole will be here and you get to have a relationship with your daughter Mm -hmm. and and nick's like you know it's an interesting proposal but it's full of risks because it is because it is and and no doubt because lawrence made a comment about how many steps or how many points have been completed out of his you know 400 you know steps to to rebuild gilead Mm -hmm. I, I've said it before and I will say it again. Nick, I think, wants it all. He does. And he's being groomed 
by Commander Lawrence. Amber, do you think that Nick will turn on Lawrence at at any moment in the future? I don't know. <laughs> um, I personally, I find I find Nick as a character very intriguing, and you know this. Mm. Like I've talked about this many before. I find him very very interesting. He does want the power, but yeah, I do think that he. He likes the appeal of what Lawrence is currently offering. Yeah. And <laughs> whether he's aware or not that he's being groomed, not sexually, but um, whether he... <laughs> Can't stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, whether we know for a fact that he, if he's aware of that, um, mm-hmm. I think it finds it appealing because... He does still care for June. We saw that last sure. um, last season when he got to see Nicole. Um, and we obviously, ha- and he has some affection for Rose. We don't know if that's actual. Because Nick, I, lo- I, I love him, but he has, like, he doesn't emote. <laughs> like, he doesn't emote very well. Um, so it's really hard to tell if he really does love or still love both of these women. Um, But I do do think the appeal of having all of his kids, like, I guess, right on his doorstep actually appeals to him. So I don't know if he would actually turn on Lawrence personally. I hope not, but. I just worry because the fact that, you know, Nick helped June, one, not only conceive, two, he also helped her get Nicole out of Gilead because he Mm -hmm. wanted a better life for Nicole and essentially June by Mm -hmm. extension, because that was the initial plan. They both would leave Gilead and he still hasn't made the decision or maybe he has made the decision, but to stay in Gilead. Why Mm -hmm. is it for power? Is it to overthrow Gilead from the inside? Is it, what's his mo and and nick's like you're saying he he doesn't emote emotions it's he it's a hard read with him and from what we what little we know of nick is that you know he helped gilead in the crusades Mm -hmm. and he did a lot for his quote-unquote country as serena had mentioned in in previous season Mm -hmm. and i i'm just concerned if if nick being groomed and being taught how to manipulate and to rise to power would he overthrow Lawrence and take his seat or which he could would would he overthrow Gilead from the inside or a mixture of the two because what if he they are trying to what Lawrence's ultimate goal is to make a better Gilead like he's like hey our processes do work obviously Mm -hmm. we are doing good in the world we are having children again Mm -hmm. um and the means of going about it is terrible but sure (laughs) yeah like we are having children again we have a cleaner lifestyle we've like things like there's a bunch of things that they he he's like we have done this right Mm -hmm. yeah the hyper religious way of going about that and um organization and processes and i guess um culture was <laughs> yeah um that he uh, he admits to june that 
he that's the wrong way to go about it yeah. and so he is trying to he that's what new bethlehem is is he's trying to make a better gilead right right so what if in this process it does succeed in overpowering old gilead mm-hmm. but something does go wrong and somebody needs to take the fall for it and that fault person is lawrence and nick is like i've been here all along like it could be i mean he's Um, an eye he's i mean mm -hmm. is he still an eye is he still like does he still report to someone above lawrence you know what i'm saying like ah there's just so much so much to reveal when it comes to nick he is a mystery i like it though (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm very interested in yeah that's i think that's what's interesting is that we just don't know anything about him so Mm -mm. you can kind of place whatever stock you want to and yeah i don't know because we we've seen him so far we've seen him do good 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 and honest things good (laughs) yeah but and like do his i guess best i guess yeah to help out and stuff like that and help uh june and nicole but and but you're right he did fight in the crusades he is an eye I mean, he believes in Gilead to some extent. Yeah, he has to. He has to to be able to be a commander. Because I mean, like, I mean, we don't know how good of a spy this guy is. <laughs> like, is Who he? Knows? Is he a right. double agent, a triple agent? Who knows? Man, I don't know. Is he just living his life and just doing whatever? Who knows? Probably, probably. Yeah, well, just has a magic eight ball in his head, telling him what to do. Well, you know who's not living their best life right now. <laughs> is Serena. <laughs> poor thing. I say poor thing. I mean, okay, I'm a human being. I have feelings. I can have empathy yeah. for somebody else. But, but damn. It's about damn time. <laughs> but a, damn. a little bit. A little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there, there's certain parts of me that's kind of like, you know what? You you reap what you sow. You make your bed. You lie in it. All those, you know, little yeah. anecdotes, whatever they're called. And, and, and she's really starting to feel how june felt as a hand all handmaids yeah and well well i say specifically june because obviously they have a quote-unquote bond as serena will later say but she's at this detention center you know to recap she lost all her diplomatic rights when she left the gilead information center she's she's a woman without a country basically and her child Noah is being fostered by the people who were virtually keeping her hostage, the Wheelers. Mm-hmm. But Mrs. Wheeler is there to uh, get the breast milk from Serena, and they have a disagreement. <laughs> Amber, yeah. what did you make of that <clears throat> whole scene? Um, I do see Serena's point, like. He's too young for the cry it out method, but um, it honestly made me think about how when uh, Janine had baby Angela, Charlotte, mm-hmm. Angela, Charlotte, um, Naomi was saying just like, oh, she cries all the time or, oh, I'm so tired and stuff like that. And um, we and Serena says, like, to complain about a baby is like to complain about this blessing, you know, like mm-hmm. she. That was very much chastised her for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you won't because that wasn't the only time Uh, Naomi did that often. And every single time Serena had a problem with it. So Mm -hmm. to hear some of the same things from 
uh, Mrs. Wheeler being like the, uh, the like the little creature cries all the time and cries all the time. I was like, yeah, don't like mm. yet. Yet she has the audacity to tell Serena, yeah. you are not fit to be a mother. You are not mm -hmm. fit. You, you're not equipped with the mental toughness to be a mother. And, and mm -hmm. I actually appreciated how Serena kind of doubles down on oh, yeah. I Mrs. Too. Wheeler to say <laughs> mental toughness. <laughs> I overthrew a country. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I did X, Y, and Z. So don't tell me about mental toughness. Like I, I, <laughs> it pours out of her, right? Mental toughness. Yeah. And, and she's right. <laughs> oh man. You know, if, if there was a moment that I had to applaud Serena and there's very few moments that mm -hmm. I can applaud her, that was definitely right at the top because sure. you're, you're having a conversation with someone who for whatever reason has not been able to, to have her own child yet. This woman comes in thinking, oh, I'm I'm more equipped and I'm a better fit to be a mother than you are because yeah. what I'm married because I have a home because like, you know, that because I'm 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 holier than thou. Like that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, which Clearly, is all things that Serena also had. Yes. But that's the word had. So had. it's just yeah. right. And it's clear that that Mrs. Wheeler doesn't have that connection with Noah, how uh, you know like serena has the connection she's like that baby mm -hmm. came from me i know in my heart what's best for my child yeah and and then of course mrs wheeler throws back at serena you know well you're in here i'm not and <laughs> it also does um harken back to with nicole when nicole was mm -hmm. just born because she didn't want to have june in the house anymore didn't even want her to have any contact with Nicole. And so it's just like her saying these things that she's kind of starting to see what everyone else, but, and especially what June was trying to tell her that entire time, like, Hey, I need to be with the baby. Like, Hey, I know about the baby. Like she's starting to see just how wrong she was. And the best she was thing. on the other foot. Shoe mm -hmm. is now on the other foot. And, and you know, visits with Serena at the detention center just just are not her thing. It doesn't it's not her end day. well. It's not her day. It doesn't end well for her because Lawrence also will go and visit mm -hmm. her. But he doesn't offer her the sweet deal, quote unquote, sweet deal of New Bethlehem like he does to June. No, 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 no. You know, he offers that initiative to June. Mm -hmm. But Serena is demanding to be released. She's demanding to have her mm -hmm. child. She's demanding that Gilead take care of this. And, and I think in a sense, I, I can agree and understand why. Because mm -hmm. she was sent by Gilead to be like this representative in Canada mm -hmm. and, and, you know, to be like this symbol or this beacon of, of hope and blah, blah, blah. And it all went sideways. Now, you can entirely blame it on her or not doesn't really matter but in mm -hmm. gilead's eyes she's caused a lot of trouble she's behaved poorly yet she's making these demands and mm -hmm. basically what Com commander lawrence can offer her and has already arranged is that okay canada has released you but you're going to return to a room in the wheeler's house mm -hmm. and 
and the look on her face when she realizes <laughs> what this means. Yeah. Holy shit. Your hand me, bitch. <laughs> like I it's that's it. That's the only way to sum it up, really. Um and I would have been you kind of knew from the get-go that he was not going to offer her New Bethlehem because no. she's already proved to be trouble. And that well, they, they, they like said they said that they didn't they couldn't handle a woman like handle a woman like her, exactly. Yeah. So why would New Bethlehem, something that's going to be very fragile, I think, in the yeah. beginning? And I think June's a different story because, yeah, June's a wild card if it, if there ever was one. But <laughs> right. But the whole process is to get her to be the poster child to come mm -hmm. back and get other people to come back. She's the fly trap. But Serena would just be a loose cannon. And and what happens next? This this line, and I think this is one of the better lines in in this whole episode, because <laughs> okay, Damon, okay, Damon, thanks for calling it. I see you, I see you. Uh, the the conversation then goes to this between Serena and Lawrence. Serena says very tearfully and very like matter of factly. I'm not going to live in the same house as my child's kidnappers. And Lawrence then says, do you have an irony deficiency? Yes. Thank I, you, script writers. I laughed so hard. <laughs> because it was the tone of it of like, in his face. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Yeah, and the face he made, and also it's so punny, and it's the perfect <laughs> so thing to say. I, if oh. I was, this is why I can't be an actor. I would have just busted up laughing. We would have to do fifty takes. Oh, just you for know me to they, get this. they had to. You know they couldn't have done this on one take. Like, yeah, table was... read or not. Like, you know, once you're in the scene, you're in costume, you're in the environment. It's like, <laughs> bitch, are you dumb? <laughs> Do you have an irony deficiency? <laughs> oh, so great. So great. But yeah, that, you know, it's not enough for Serena. And, and she's like, listen, I don't give a damn. Like she's going to continue mm -hmm. making these demands. And, and once again, meetings with Serena at the detention center just continue to go downhill. They get worse and worse. I mean, yeah. One right after the other, right after the other. I don't know if mm -hmm. this is, in the course of the same day let alone the same week i'm assuming part of me hopes is in the same day oh my god talk about <laughs> all time low <laughs> all time low in one day no but <laughs> the serena has been reaching out to to june for a course of a month it seems like and june finally visits serena to make one thing extremely clear mm-hmm they are not friends and june has not forgiven serena for all the pain she caused mm -hmm. her in gilead and and serena just like her whole demeanor just drops you know yeah june but was her last hope was her last hope but it's also you can't serena you can't blame her <laughs> not after, at all after all, all the absolute bad shit crazy 
things that you've done to this woman. I yeah. mean, how in the world do you expect her to be okay with this? Like, yeah, she ha- and June she does say like deliver the baby. Great, yeah, yeah, because she's like he's innocent. He exactly. hadn't done anything wrong, and that's the whole point. He didn't do anything wrong, nope. meaning you did because yes. you are a bitch and you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But no. But yeah. but also June telling telling Serena, she goes, you know, I turned the other cheek. I guess that makes me a better Christian than you are. And I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> just just I died. Like I completely Burr. died because if you're talking about the whole mm-hmm. basis of Gilead is is on you know Christian morals or mm-hmm. not even Christian morals, just morals in general. And you want to hide Gileadian. behind like a, a, a Gileadian, Gileadian, I don't know how to say it, whatever. whatever. But 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 yeah, you want to hide behind this this mask of righteousness and, and things of like that. But you still end up being the awful person that you are. Mm-hmm. You know, tables were turned. Would Serena have done the thing that June did for Serena in that barn? The answer is most likely no. Nope. She so, just dipped real fast. So June will leave Serena with some pretty sage advice. And mm-hmm. that's simply this. When when Serena asks, well, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do if I go back to the wheelers? And June's basically like, do what I did. Live in the house. Play the part. But plot your revenge. Yeah, look at what I did to Fred. <laughs> oh, look at you. That oh. was what got me was that she's like, look at Fred. Look at what happened to Fred. And look at what happened to you. <laughs> can can I get a mic? Can I get a mic drop? Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> she deserved it. And wow. Fantastic on June's <clears throat> part. I'm like, I think that was far more powerful than her screaming in Serena's face in in the other detention early. center yeah. early on. Wow. Wow. I mean, a lot. it's like, okay, June, how literally how the tables have, have turned in the juxtaposition of, you know, Serena having helped build Gilead, but yet Gilead doesn't want to help her anymore, doesn't want to support her anymore. Gilead wants June, their nemesis, Mm-hmm. To to come and support them and, and and to put them in a better light. That way they're accepted into the UN and and yeah. whatnot. It's like whoa, this is so scary, but so brilliant. Have you told time. season one versions of these women about this? <laughs> they would laugh in their face. Wow. They wouldn't believe it. And you're right. How the the complete shock of having those complete role switches is weird Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i'm also wondering how would serena react if she knew about new bethlehem because she obviously they talked about new bethlehem but she didn't really talk they didn't really address the fact that it's not her concern yeah i guess i mean she openly said she she doesn't care about gilead's politics she's trying to get away from it and i'm like when mark offered you that (laughs) that on the table Mm -hmm. you should have taken it should have taken it (sighs) Just gotta listen to Mark Twelve sometimes, people. Listen, okay, he he can be a bit of a dummy, but he will get some things done eventually because we know that they do locate the wives' school 
And he does tell June in the end, hey, we found Hannah. We're going to go get her. You're going to be reunited with her. That's great. I'm not trying to like downplay that. But I think I think the bigger thing here, and Amber, I want you to talk about this last scene, is is back at the Wheelers with Serena going back to to her quote unquote child's kidnappers home. Oh my goodness. Like did I think she had definitely had to like tap into the offred version of herself in her brain because um you know she didn't say anything and then Mr. Wheeler's like you may speak which oh. and honestly the actress who plays um, Mrs. Wheeler, she's perfect to play Mrs. Wheeler because, like, she looks like she could, could be very a nice, sweet person, but it's all fake. And you can tell because the face that she was making the second that Serena walked in, I was just like, I really want to slap her. <laughs> she doesn't even say anything and I want to slap her. Same. Um, can't Same. imagine what Serena feels. Um Ooh, you could just see by by her clenching her hands. Mm-mm. Yeah, but also that's very, very much handmaid positions, postures. Like that's how handmaids are supposed to be and having her head slightly downward. Like she was acting very much. And the moment that she got um, like a handmaid, in the moment that she got permission to speak, she just apologizes. She says that her actions were hers and hers alone. Um, And she just you know, trying to butter them up with apologies to be like, thank you so much for letting me be here. Um, And unfortunately, uh, just like Serena of Days Your would have done, um, Mrs. Wheeler is like, you must see that you're not an unfit, that you are unfit mother. Like, you're only going to do the the feedings. That's it. All of the other motherly duties are going to be through me. Um, all the other duties of motherhood were her words. And because you're not fit to be a mother, you must see that. And for Serena, now, yeah. And Serena had to uh, clench her fists, and her fists were like clenched so hard that she was shaking. Mm-hmm. And she says, for now, and Mrs. Wheeler's like, maybe, maybe not ever. But <sighs> again, like, you know, the you know they talk about motherly instincts and and mm-hmm. i don't know i've i'm not a mom i'm a dog mom <laughs> as you can hear in the background but <laughs> you know i uh i don't know if that motherly instinct really resides with everyone whether or not mm-hmm. you've given birth of your own child or you've adopted or you foster like there's just some there's some people who are just not meant to have kids yep and and that's okay. I mean, I've mm-hmm. I've I've chosen not to have children, and and I I love kids. It's it's not that I don't like them. It's just I've chosen not to have them for various reasons. Yeah. But you know, I don't think that there's one person out there that can just say, "Well, I know what's best for another person's child," because I I just don't I don't see how. And then to come to that conclusion, mm-hmm. say, "Well, you as the birth mother are never going to be fit." It's like, well, based on what? I mean, again, we've, we've kind of touched on this. You know, is it because mm-hmm. she's widowed? Is it because, you know, she's too much to handle as a woman? You know, is she a threat to Gilead? You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, there's so many, so many unknown factors as to why 
one would deem a person to be unfit as a mother. No, no different than when Gilead was overthrowing America and, and taking these kids from their families. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, how, how appropriate for this to happen to Serena and yeah. how uh, hopefully her, she, her eyes are open to see this is what I helped create. And now yeah. it's, it's come back to haunt me. Yeah, and, and I she, me. literally, it came back to haunt her and like, this is the world that you enabled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like it's hundred percent. Like, yeah. Um, Lawrence may have created it and the men may have sought it through, but you enable all of this just yeah. like you enabled the laws for women not being able to read. And then you later on regretted that. Yeah, exactly. Like it's entirely about just letting her see the <laughs> error of her ways mm -hmm. and having to deal with the consequences of what she had done. Like, yeah, now you're seeing the other side of that. What it felt like. Yeah, exactly. Well, she is reunited with noah in the end she she's mm -hmm. dismissed from the living room to you know run up the stairs and find him in his nursery and and i mean she's just elated to see him it's been a, it's been a month it's been a month since yeah. she's held him seen him and he quickly stops crying yeah you know, this is supposedly a child that cries all day all night and when he's held by his mother hugged by his mother Mm-hmm. He's safe. He's okay. He knows who his mother is. Yep. And I think this is going to be, hopefully, this will be the start of her channeling her inner Offred to hope. escape and try to kind of follow in June's <laughs> and try to follow in June's footsteps to a better life for for her child. Yeah. Let, let's hope. I mean, at least the Martha seemed nice. Yeah. Like, he's been waiting yeah. for you. Like she seemed yeah. kind of nice. So yeah, at least seemed... maybe, like, I mean, that's we'll more than what June slash offered got. So maybe. Yeah, Rita came around eventually. Eventually, you know. but yeah, it took a while. Yeah. Took so, a while. But, but, um, since we're nearly wrapping, we're, I mean, we are wrapping up the episode, but yeah, did you really quick want to talk about the last, like, the little, like, the less than a minute clip of for next week's episode? For up ahead, what's next? Uh, yes, you know, there's a lot to unpack even with that as well. But basically, it looks like, you know, Serena is still having to play that dutiful Gilead woman, mm -hmm. you know, who's who's been taken in by this loving family and. And there's obviously still rifts between her and Mrs. Wheeler because Mrs. Wheeler slaps the shit out of her across the face. Yeah. But it looks like Serena attempts to make an escape. Mm -hmm. And June, June is uh, with Luke and, and Mark, I guess, kind of watching the raid on the, on the wives school as it happens. We, we have shots yeah. of, of Hannah, uh, I think praying, Let's bless I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous about this. Like, I hope she doesn't, you know, get injured or anything in that whole process. And hopefully, you know, if this raid actually, you know, comes through, it's it's going to come through okay. Uh, but then, you know, there's still this this connection between Lawrence and June, and and somehow she she says something along the lines of, "I I'm not going to make Gilead look like the victim." 
And I'm like, well, what's all that about? You know? So it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I need yeah. it. I, I need it now. I know. And yeah, I, I mean, I could see Gilead trying to use this raid as a terrorist attack kind of version, twisting it Ooh, on that. Yeah. I can see them try- trying to twist it that way. So I was mm-hmm. not too surprised with her saying that. Mm-hmm. But how are they going to get around that? Like, how well, how this, can they? Is this also part of Lawrence's plan? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I am so anxious and... Like you said, I, I don't want, I hope Hannah doesn't get hurt. Or they any of the other little plums. Yeah. These are cute. They're young. And yes. I really hope that um, everyone uh, is okay, except some yeah. guardians and slash commanders. They can die. <laughs> I don't care. But <laughs> let's hope everyone oh, else is okay. Goodness. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, next week's episode is the penultimate episode. I can't believe we're already at this point the season's been probably one of the best aside from season one in my personal opinion Mm -hmm. the others have been good as well but i i i want to rank season five just after season one personally i get you i'm pretty much in the same boat yeah i'm because i'm loving this season so good i mean yeah i i liked last season especially you know with what happened to fred (laughs) (laughs) um Loved it. Great, great stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I'm really loving this season. Me too. And I got to see the I got to see the last two episodes to really know where I personally want to rank them. But yeah. Yeah. Season one. Season one, I think, is currently my favorite. But yeah. I, 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 I think it forever will be top notch with with uh, when it comes to because we have one more season after this season. Uh, That's it. And that's it. That's it for The Handmaid's Tale. We'll see if the Testaments are going to come into production or not. But I hope it does Maybe. just because that storyline is very interesting as well. So, yeah. Amber, that pretty much concludes our review for The Handmaid's Tale Season 5, Episode 8, Motherland. So we want to thank everyone, of course, who's joined us for the live stream. Let us know your thoughts about the Handmaid's Tale. Do you enjoy it? What are your thoughts on this particular episode in the comments down below? We also uh, encourage you to take part in our live stream chat. That way we can, you know, bounce off ideas and answer your mm-hmm. questions. Let's let's get some engagement going here. Uh, we are also on the road to 200 subscribers here on YouTube. So if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe. But also, smash that like button on this video. That way more people can check out this pod. And Amber, tell everyone about your channel. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, If you like Harry Potter and you like really obscure knowledge about Harry Potter, um, I have a YouTube channel called All of Amber's Wands, where I talk about wands and wand lore. So it's a Character analysis of the wands for characters in in the story. And not just Harry Potter, but also Fantastic Beasts and everything else in between. So I go into the cultural, historical, and um, real-world mythology and history and associations and culture for the wood and the cores. And I compare that to the character. It's fascinating stuff, y'all. I've I've, I've genuinely (laughs) learned so much from Amber's channel. So her... YouTube channel as well as 
her Instagram are in the description box down below. So show Amber some love, subscribe to her channel and her Instagram account. But also while you're showing love, don't forget to uh, follow the watchers in the basement on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, don't forget to spread the word about us as we continue to grow our audience using hashtag watchers basement. We love articles, memes, Anything you want us to review, just use that hashtag. That way we can connect with you and check it out. And lastly, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, thanks to Anchor.fm. Give us a five-star rating. Helps our channel a lot because even though we're not a large podcast, we are a proud one. So thank you for joining us once again, everyone. Amber and I will be back next week to discuss the penultimate episode of season five of The Handmaid's Tale. Amber, by her fucking hand. <laughs> by her fucking hand, everyone. <laughs>